0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Suzanne Evans helps entrepreneurs create what she calls movements that matter. And she's the author of The Way You Do Anything is the Way You Do Everything. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table to help us tap into our own success as well. Welcome, Suzanne.
1: Glad to be here.
0: Well, I have to say, you have a very interesting story about how you rose in your career. It happened quickly and started where one would really not expect it to start. Give us a little story on your background.
1: You know, absolutely. I was a secretary working in the Broadway theater industry. My title was assistant Broadway producer, which we like to say is a very fancy word for secretary. <laughs> <laughs> and. I just knew there was something else. And, you know, to make it super, because as we know, we've all been to that place where we were itchy. You know, what's next? I know I'm supposed to be doing something different. And to make a long story short, I found that I finally, at a place in my life, decided to actually pay attention to it, do something with it, and started on a career to build a business and built that business. To six figures in about a year, and then build it to a million dollars in under three years, and a six million dollar company. This is our second year on the Inc. 500 5,000 list, and it really came out of, you know, not some huge marketing strategy, or that I went to the Kellogg School of Business, or that, you know, I was uh, got a bunch of investors. It came out of deciding I wanted to live a different life, so sell stuff on eBay. Clear $500 on a Capital One credit card and make the magic happen.
0: Well, you know, it's funny when you bring up the credit card. I know part of what I read was you, you were looking at your credit card debt and realized at the rate you were going, it would oh. take you 21 years to pay it off or something. That's kind of uh, your aha moment, wasn't it? That if you kept going as you were... You were going to go as you were. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's a love-hate relationship with Suzy Orman. I was reading one of her books, and I did, I actually, you know, I'd read her books before, but not done any of the exercises. Right. So I actually did the budget piece, and when I did the math, it would have taken me 21 years, you know, getting small raises to get out of the $100,000 of debt I was in. And I said... It's not going to work. You know, depending on someone else for a paycheck is not going to give me the financial freedom, the stability, and the life that I want. Well, and I'm expensive. <laughs> That's
0: good. Well, do you think for most people it takes some realization like that or some some sudden understanding of a motivation bigger than they had before to want to launch themselves forward?
1: No one changes out of inspiration. We like to think we do, and we think it's really cool, and it feels good. We change out of perspiration. We change out of the fact that we are so frustrated or annoyed or exhausted or afraid of where we are now that the only alternative is to do something different.
0: Interesting. That's really good. Don't change from inspiration but from perspiration. I think that's really true. So so does it then mean that while... Um, you know, does it take the debt or can it be just, wow, I really want a, a more no. enjoyable job or wow, I want more power or, you know.
1: Yeah, Listen, here's the deal. Some of this isn't fun to think about, but it can take a, it can take that Wednesday morning when you roll over and you look to your left and go, how the heck did I end up here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it can take that, you know that breaks the the camel's back, you walk into the job, and you go, no, just keep doing it. You'll get through, you'll get through, and you have that moment where you know you can't. It takes sometimes a mob dying, you know, or a spouse leaving, or it, it usually is some moment where you go, how did I have to get here to figure this out? You know, I tell in my story that we were putting Christina Applegate into the show Sweet Charity, and there's this song in Sweet Charity where all the women come to the front of the stage and they think, there's got to be something bigger than this. There's got to be something better to do. And when I find that something better to do, I'm going to get up, get out, and go do it. And I went, holy heck, they're singing to me.
0: Oh. And, then,
1: and, and I just knew it. And, and I kind of said to myself, you know, I watch Oprah. First you get the whisper, then you get the tap on the shoulder. I'm not getting hit by a cab tonight. I have to go home and change my life. So I was lucky. I get a song. Not everybody gets a song. (laughs) Yeah. But something makes you know that I can't keep doing this the way I'm doing
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very inspiring. Well, when people do get sung to in whatever form it happens for them what's next, you know, so you know, you're ready, like with you. And, and this is this is almost and forgive me, I don't want to uh, put words in your mouth. But this is almost like symbolic of not just your career, but your life or your relationships. This is how as you say, Oh, my gosh, I'm just getting the big picture. How embarrassing the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why you named it that. Um, <laughs> but so what do you do next when you have that knowing? Yeah.
1: I share with people all the time, you can't get that message on a Thursday afternoon and change your life on Friday. I mean, it doesn't work that way. That's why I love the concept of the way you do anything is the way you do everything. You change one thing. You change a small thing. For me, I did a budget, and I started going, how am I going to change this, and started looking at my money. For me, I wasn't sure what in the world I wanted to do or who I wanted to be, but I started exploring different things. And I looked at graduate programs and doctoral programs, and it led me to hiring a coach to help me figure out what it was I wanted to do. I think a lot of people never change because they get overwhelmed by changing. I think most of us live our lives, we want everything to change while it stays the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the key, is don't go out and try to change a bit. Are you showing up late everywhere? If you are, stop being late. If you're late to the dentist, you're late to your life. If you're the kind of person who says you're going to spend time with your kids, and you do, but you're doing, you know, you're on the Blackberry, you're on the iPhone while you're doing it, Stop, put it down, and for 10 minutes a day, have focused time. You can't change your life overnight, but you can get inspired to change your life overnight, and you can choose to one change one thing. And when you change one thing, everything around it be- begins to be forced to change also.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And it's a small bite you're suggesting, it like is. 10 minutes of focus time, but it could have such a huge impact. Well, one of the things that's kind of key to your whole approach in the way you do anything is the way you do everything is the fact that we all have this ever-present need to be liked. And how does that hold Uh-oh, us back?
1: Listen, I'm going to speak. I know men have this as well, but this is really a, a, a women's cancer. We would rather be liked than be successful. We would rather be liked than actually get something right. We would rather be liked than get the award. We would rather be liked than be promoted or motivated. And this deep desire and this really primal need for people to be okay with us and to like us and for us to feel nurtured by people that frankly don't matter is keeping us from being financially free, being in healthy, good relationships, both romantic and just personal, in getting the jobs we want. You know, in in running businesses, I work with entrepreneurs. I always say businesses don't fail, people quit. And for many times, they'd rather be liked than actually be successful. It's something we have to work on. You know, I always tell people, gather up everybody's opinions about you and what they think about you and try to pay your rent.
0: Oh, wow, yes, that's powerful.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it doesn't mean that you want to show up and be, you know, the person that's hated it. doesn't mean you want to show up and tick everybody off. That's not the point. But the point is, you know, I think it's Bill Cosby that says um, the the most, the worst thing you can do is try to please everybody. Right. And you've really got to start knowing what you want, who you are, how you want to go and get it, all of your decisions are really just the roadmap to your destiny. And you have to know if you're going to do anything great in this world, if you're going to do anything of significance, or you, if you are going to be anyone that matters, there will be an entire group of people that hate you for doing it.
0: Well, what's that saying that I love so much about very few women who made history were well-behaved? I mean, I'm not exactly. saying it quite right. but
1: women never made history.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's hard. And I think you're right when you say the word it's a woman's cancer. I think you're right. I think that people might rather do all kinds of things than face somebody not liking them.
1: Yes, they absolutely would. They will go to incredible lengths to stop, to hide, to quit, so that they can preserve someone else's feelings or emotions around them or about them. And I try to encourage women to um build a muscle because it really is a muscle that knows that if someone is a little ticked off if someone is disagreeing with you in business that's an amazing marketing message right i mean if you say parapet, we all know it's jimmy buffett right if mm-hmm. we all go dell or we all go apple some people go yay some people go boo right you want to actually polarize people and some point down the path of women we make confrontation a bad thing. You know, yeah. I believe that creativity and success is just the result of confrontation. It's a beautiful thing. Confront yourself. Confront others. Confront ideas. That is a movement when I talk about in my with my business clients creating a movement.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I love the whole analogy. If you hold hands, that's comfortable. If you slap hands, that can sting a little bit. But if you rub your knuckles together, you can create friction which creates heat and a little bit of friction is a little bit of heat, which is a little bit of a good thing. Well, before I let you go today, walk us through this. So I'm in a meeting with all of my colleagues and I have an idea completely different than the groups. I really disagree with where they're going. So I have a, the choice of wanting them to like me and just smiling and going neat, neat idea. Or I say my own. And how do you encourage and inspire women to be able to do that?
1: I inspire them and encourage them to do that by saying it for themselves, right? If you're saying it for everyone around the table, you're going to say it in a way you hope that they want it to be said. You say it for you, and you're going to make history.
0: I love it. Well, Suzanne Evans' website is suzanneevans.org. The book is The Why of Why, or excuse me, The Way You Do Anything is the Way You Do Everything. The Why of Why Your Business Isn't Making More Money. Lots of great tips. I'm putting a link to this on amystable.com as well. But Suzanne, you are great to talk to. I I am going to never forget that change doesn't happen from inspiration, it happens from perspiration. I hope we've made everybody sweat today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tobin, yeah, Q102.